Thank you for tuning in. We are Tristan and Michael, and you are listening to Fuse Transparent Conversations for Marriage, Family, and Relationships. We invite you to join us as we discuss perspectives that are thought about but not talked about. So tell your friends and family to check us out and connect with us on all social media platforms at Fuse Marriages. Hey, hey. Hey, how you doing today? Everything is everything. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Doing pretty good, you know. Um, everything ain't perfect, but I'm here. Mm. Sounds like a song. Same for you. Uh, you ought to write some today. Yeah, you ought to, you ought to write, write a melody and, and some lyrics. You, in other words, a song. Yeah, write a song. <laughs> write a song. Okay. We'll get somebody to produce. So get a beat. Anybody produce beats out there? Give us a beat. We can, you know. Oh Lord. We get a full. Get a track. Get us a Grammy. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> anyway, your lofty dreams. Yeah. So, uh, we have an interesting conversation today so we invite you guys mm-hmm. to join us um and you know email us comment anything anything that you have to say we want to hear from you um but i want to jump in um because mm-hmm. today our show is find your pace absolutely 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 as we kind of just you know before we jump jump all the way into it I, there's a, a a little story about about right before covid actually mm-hmm. maybe a year before covid mm-hmm. i was uh i was riding a train and uh, my train, you know, has a stop where I have to have to walk maybe maybe a half a mile, maybe a little bit more just to, to, to the job site. Right. Where I'm, where I'm working at. Um, so I get off the train and, uh, you know, you got the train and you ride, you know, transportation. You start seeing the same people. We all either going to work or going. You know what I mean? We got like, going home, whatever. In this case, I know Jimmy probably was going to work. There's a whole bunch of office buildings around in the, in the space. Mm-hmm. And, um, and he will walk generally the same direction I will walk. And I was like, I was seeing him and, and, you know, this guy, I'm kind of give you a visual, you know, he looked like Jesus to me. Like he looked like, you know, he had the, the locks, the hair was flowing and every, he walked his hair. You said two different things. Was it locks or flowing? Well, you know, Hey, my Jesus, I don't know what Jesus you talk. My Jesus looked, I don't know. I'm just saying. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. So he looked like Jesus to me. <laughs> okay, okay. You know, I'm just, I'm, I mean, Hey, okay, go on. Go okay. On, go on. Yeah. So. It was it was it was flowing. He he would take these strides, and his hair would be like just in the back, like it was like. But he wasn't sweating, and he wasn't. It was like really effortlessly, right? Okay. So I said, you know what? After about two two weeks or so of seeing him, I said, you know what? I'm I'm gonna try to you know I'm gonna try to walk. I'm gonna walk with him. Yeah, I'm gonna walk. I'm, I'm gonna walk with Jesus. Oh, you give me start or something. But that ain't where I'm going with it. But like, Go I said I'm gonna walk with him. Uh-huh. So we get off same time. I try to sit right next to him. So when he get off, I get off. So I get off, and he walking right. I'm like, hold on, man. Like, like his legs is long or something. And I can't. I'm having a hard time keeping pace. I, I, you know, I pick up my little my little pace. I'm walking. Okay. I was like, he pulling off. So I get like a little small little trot. Like you're like. You're stalking. I'm trying to like, he don't see me. I'm up his shoulder. You know what I mean? You know, and I'm like, I cannot keep up with this man. And I just realized, you know what? His pace is different from my pace. Mm -hmm. And hit the effort that he had to give out and had to give out was very different. Mm -hmm. And I said, you know what? I bump all that. I'm going to keep my pace and just get, get to work on a decent time. I wasn't rushing to say any other. And I thought, you know what? I, I liked, I liked the Jesus with the flowing locks and it's dry and everything, but I can't keep pace with this person. And uh, it just taught me a lesson right there. Right? You know what? Just, hey, Michael, walk your own pace. Mm, run your race. Yeah, run my race. Mm. 
That is interesting, kind of stalkerish, but I, yeah. I, I think I think it's a great segue into our conversation because, like you just said, we're talking about keep keep your pace, run your race. It's not a sprint; it's a marathon. Man, so many times, right? I guess uh, we actually be trying to dig into a little bit about you know why relationships may kind of some happens, right? Some happens along the way. We don't know when and where. You know, we're not talking about yes, you know, any kind of abuse or cheat or anything like that, but like. There's other things that happen that still cause couples to kind of like go their separate ways. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So we're going to we're going to we're going to talk about that a little yeah. bit. So we are breaking this down into time periods. So we're going to talk mm-hmm. about different times um, in relationships and maybe some of the things that you might face in that time and potentially some some things, some tactics that you could use to overcome um, some of these kind of um, typical happenings. So. Let's talk about the first five. Yeah, the first five. And this is for even y'all, you know what, that maybe not be married, right? Or looking to get married. Just kind of take notes on, okay, what happens the first five? And we'll go down to the list, whatever. Yeah. But, and for those of you that, you know what, you know, we we behind that. We're going to get to y'all too, mm-hmm. right? And a lot of us, like, you're not saying we've been through everything, but, you know, we look, we see, we talk to people. We get yeah. a chance to kind of interact with, you know, a wide variety of people. So we're just trying to bring some exposure to some of the things that we have seen and experienced and, and also have uh, had discussions around. So, Absolutely. Uh, but that, but the, but the first five, right? The mm-hmm. first five, so the first five years, I think, you know, ideally myself included, right? You, I think, you know what, here's what it's going to be like, you know, I'm going to get, I'm going to get at least two hot meals a day. You know, the house going to be clean always, you know, uh, I'm going to be able to hang out with my boys, you know, go hoop and play like in these league basketball games at least at least once, twice a week on a on a good week. But every every week, at least, you know, I'm going to be able to like, you know, you know, go to work and come in as I please. I ain't got it. Like I can just go make go go make them go make the bread. I'm doing all good things. Ain't none of that bad. But that's an expectation that a lot of us have. I'm talking about men in particular. Yeah, a lot of us. Yeah. A lot of people have yeah. that Oh, no. Absolutely. Absolutely. You'd be surprised. See, this fact you don't know about it don't mean it ain't there. <laughs> I, that, that right there, tell somebody right there. It's because it's because you don't know about the expectation. Right. It, it, there, there's definitely something there. Yeah. You know what I mean? One of the things we actually talk about in premarital counseling is mm-hmm. unmet expectations because they're yeah. unarticulated and then... Yeah. You get frustrated, but go ahead, go ahead. What you're talking about? No, 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 no. So that was that was the you know just to kind of set up for it. Like you know, we have these uh, these ideas of like you know here's what it's gonna be, and oftentimes you know we're using talking about you know the whole sprinting versus a marathon. We end up situate we're trying to sprint toward it and get those like I got it. This is what it's gonna be. I'm I'm running toward. It. I'm racing toward it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? What what, mm-hmm. what you think? I can't believe that that's really what people think, but. You didn't think that? Let's let's go. I didn't think that. No, not Two that. Two meals a day at clean house. No, no, no. Go, I'm saying, but you didn't have expectations. Oh, definitely. That you sprinted toward and like, you know what? I can't believe it. Why I didn't hear Listen, yet? Why it didn't happen yet? We talked about our our marriage. Our first five years was pretty horrible. Um, we had a really hard time staying together, and I think that the hard times make the good times. Um, you appreciate them more once you grow out of some time some spaces because some of the spaces that we had in our relationship were really 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 hard um explain that man that's that's real general like what, oh what you is mean? it yeah. um somebody might be I trying know. to like understand like okay hey because like your heart may be similar to their heart are they trying to like oh, okay. okay can they make it through i think um gosh how, how do you how do you not make this an entire show but um 
our first five years, we've talked before, we didn't have a lot of family support. We were a blended family. We did not have necessarily um, the other, our, our other girls' families support. We did not um, financially, we, we thought we were okay. And then <laughs> I don't know exactly what happened, but things Life happened. Life in the mouth. And That's what happened. We, yeah. And then we had um, one of Michael's um, cousins who was one of the dearest cousins to both of us um, passed away very early. I think maybe a couple months after we got we got yeah, married. It's about, about six, anyway, it was, it was yeah, so within it was a year. Very, within, within a, a year. year. Yeah, less than a year. Um, and it was just like just getting hit over and over and over again. Um, we, I think we, we talked about divorce at least every week for, for, for five years. I mean, it, it was just, um, we, we went to premarital, I mean, we, we did premarital counseling. We went to marriage counseling. We were in marriage group and we, we, I would say we had love for each other, but the challenges in our relationship made it so hard that the things that we thought that we would do and the, the people that we thought we were was put to the test. And that happens to you when you get married. Um, life keeps going and you have these kind of ebbs and flows because you this is this is the thing. This is the thing. And then I'll step back and I'll let you kind of talk about it. Before you get married, before you hit challenges, one of the things that we do when we do premarital counseling is that we try to have challenging conversations. We really try to go into what ifs and how does this work for you and what would you do in this particular situation and setting up some things so that you are having the tough conversations before some of those tough challenges mm -hmm. and tough times come. Because when tough times come, it's really, it's, it's harder to know how to negotiate that. How is my partner going to respond? What do they want? Because you have emotions taking over and because there are other dynamics in the mix. And um, we took our premarital counseling very seriously, but there's still questions that because we are a blended family, we didn't have a lot of people to talk to about it. And mm -hmm. the people that we did talk to were not necessarily blended, so did not have the perspective that we really needed. So it was not until we were able to find um, some mentors that could, that really loved both of us, that really cared about both of us and were able to speak to some of our own problems. So I say that to say that your expectations, you need to revisit them and articulate them frequently, particularly in the first five years. When we went on our honeymoon, this is Tristan. When we went on our honeymoon, I took my computer and we created a plan we meaning I created a plan that I thought he was in agreement with, but he wasn't really in agreement with, but we didn't have that, that trust and transparency mm -hmm. at that point in our relationship. Cause we were all love. We were like, we love each other. We married, we on our honeymoon, you know, and then we had to do real life. And he was like, I didn't really, uh, I don't really like that. So he wasn't implementing what we said we were going to do because we hadn't really talked transparently about what we expected. And, and a lot of people I have found it during premarital, they don't want to rock the boat. So you have these, these, Hey, what do you think about discipline? Um, if you're in a blended family, what do you think about that? You don't want to rock the boat. So you don't really say, or, or, Hey, what do you think about finances? Oh, we've been together for a really long time and we love each other. And yeah, we're going to have a joint account. We said that. And then we got married and I was like, yeah, I want to join account, but I still want my own money and I don't really want to talk to you about it. And I, I don't feel like I should have to, you know, and then we're having mm -hmm. kind of these, these tough 
conversations because I really don't want to talk to you about the money that I have in my account because if you go crazy I got my own money that you don't know about and you don't know how much is there and if I need to go I can go easily but I don't want to talk to you about that so you have this sort of stuff or he had stuff that was brushed under the rug that he was not talking to me about because we hadn't really we weren't really in the place where we felt comfortable to have some of those tough talks so in those first five years there's a lot of exposing that's happening some of those habits whether you you live together before you got married or not, whether this is like your first, you know, serious relationship, whether you've been married before, all of that stuff, there's an exposing, a pulling back of the layers that happens in those first five years. And some of that can lead to one or both of you really getting upset. So there's a lot of friction that can potentially happen in those first couple of years. No, absolutely. I like, I love everything you, you, you said just about. Just about. No, it was, I mean, just being honest. I mean, it was good, but just a few pieces I want to like maybe just pull out okay. a little bit. I mean, not, not 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 to disagree with you, but just to I'm maybe ears. add some add some extra color to it. Um, the expectation piece, and this is just my experience of like we come in, you know, into the first five years of like really having really probably unrealistic expectations of what marriage is, is and what it's going to be. Yeah. And we got to figure out how then like to say, to take a step back and say, Hey, you know what? I might, that might not be what's going to, how it's going to be. It's tough to, tough to, tough to swallow and mm-hmm. tough to shift. Cause you're like, no, this is, this is what I had in mind. Mm-hmm. And when I, whenever I don't get what I, what I had in mind, I get upset. Mm-hmm. Right. I get frustrated. I get, you know, stuff comes out. And, uh, the first five years in my opinion is like, you really don't know what you have in a relationship until you go through something. So all the stuff that we went through, it really just showed, okay, you know what? Okay, maybe this is something. Because, like, a lot of things, you know what? Even COVID, right? It's broken up a lot of people. Yeah. When you got to be around somebody, deal with them, this, that, and the other, you ain't got work to turn to, and everything kind of going crazy. So, whoop, 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 whoop. we seen it, right? Mm-hmm. It, it it breaks up. It breaks up even the happiest homes. I put that in quotes. I mean, you look happy, but it may not be happy. Right. And uh, so I, I really, you know, took whatever happened the first five years and say, you know what? I appreciate that because I know now that you know what there's no limit in where we can go and we're not talking about somebody abusing somebody or you know stepping out you know there's no we're not we're not you know we're not that type of you know relationship and couple kind of deal with that not saying people haven't gotten over that but we don't we don't we make we don't kind of like say that's something that's okay Mm -hmm. right um but ultimately yeah i think you know tamper your expectations and uh you know just try to just try to get to a place where you know what you can actually see each other in a different light without having this high level mountain they have to climb to. Yeah. I think that's really important that you, um, like what you just said is that you're, you're able to kind of pivot mm-hmm. from what you originally expected because it can be, it can be so hard because you are, you are in now. I, I remember crying and saying, I made a mistake. I made a mistake. I should not have married him. This is horrible. I remember spending nights. I remember this is how far it goes. I would put our daughter in the car and go drive and sit in a parking lot at a church and cry and just hope somebody came and asked me if I needed help. Just hope like at midnight, I'd be, he would be asleep and I'd be in the car with our daughter. Like, what do I do? Mm, I'm connected mm, to mm. this guy forever. Cause I got a kid with him and I can't stand him. So I say that because you do have to acknowledge the pain 
and you do have to be willing to discuss it and then simultaneously be saying, okay, and, be, and simultaneously be willing to say, okay, what, what do I do with this? How, how do we recover? How do we grow? Because one person can't be in pain and the other person feel nothing and be like, it is what it is. Cause we had that in our relationship too, where I would be in pain and he, he would not even care. It seemed to me. And there were times when he would be in pain and he would not articulate his pain. So I didn't even know that he was hurting. Um, I just thought he was shutting down and, and shutting me out. And mm -hmm. quite frankly, at that period, some of that wasn't even about me. It, it was a pain that he was experiencing that he needed compassion for. And because he didn't articulate it, I had no compassion. I was just like, what's going on? Why are you not talking to me? And that's how he was sorting through his hurt. So anyway, so, so in that first five years, it can be challenging. But you want to, I, I think the hope that I would offer is that you want to Surround yourself with people that are for your relationship and potentially get premarital um, and marriage counseling or coaching. You want people that are going to walk with you, that believe in you. Not people that are going to be like, girl, I wouldn't put up with that. You want to do what? Or she won't let you. I've had, I had people tell me like, your husband won't let you. Da, da, da. It wasn't even about let, but you don't want people planting those seeds in right. your mind. Um, so that's the first five years. Anything else you want to say about that? No, no. We, we hit that we pretty some, good. There's some hope there at the end. There's hope. Hang on. No, I mean, I, I think you, I think we, we said it, right? I mean, in order, I would say if they didn't want to put the hope down to hang on to what, okay, if you're going through it, right, and you your first five, six, whatever years, it's like, man, y'all y'all are being tested for the long run, right? Because oftentimes, you know what, if you get tested in the year 15, year 20, Mark, like, you don't know, like, well, are they going to be there? If I get sick, you going to take care of me? Like, let me find that out. And see, experience that in the first five, and get that feeling of what. Wait a minute. Twenty five years from now, I know we good. Yeah. You you, you gonna shift? So, I mean, yeah, just just hang in there. Y'all yeah. got this. And for those that are watching that are not yet married, this is not a morbid thing. Like like Michael said, this is a okay. I think we can I think we can push through, but it is saying have some hard conversations. Don't avoid those. So we're going to move from that first five. Now we're in the next five that, you know, that that called the middle 10. Yeah, no, it's just, I mean, so you got, you know, some couples, you know, we get, get past those first five years, maybe go through a few things mm -hmm. and able to kind of like, you know, press through, get, you know, get the kids, maybe get a house. You got the career kind of going. You get a little flow, right? And uh, y'all get in the flow, but somebody shift their flow, right? Shift. I said that with an F. So shift their flow and, and you get out of sync. Okay. And I think you get the idea of like, you know what? There is contentment on one couple's one person's part. And the other one is like, mm, I ain't feeling where we at. I'm not liking it. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I think, I think that happens. You know, we, we, we've talked, we've spoken to couples about it. We've kind of seen it. Y'all may have experienced it too and seen, you know, or seen couples that kind of gone through that. Like, man, they got on the, the, the second the, the second five and like well you know they they they, they sprinting and but the other one's kind of slowed they pace down or they didn't sped up whatever have you something is something has changed mm -hmm. yeah i think that's hard and i think it's hard for a couple reasons i think it's hard because sometimes you don't recognize it you know like sometimes you're just mm -hmm. moving and all of a sudden you'll be like we don't spend time together anymore or we don't you know we, we don't really hang out or we don't go out with our friends. And you start to see like this kind of break in the relationship where one person's like, we good. Like we do what we've always done. And the other person might not, or mm -hmm. you look up and you're both always doing what you've always done. 
and one partner is just, I don't want to do this anymore. Like I I don't want to be and and it can throw you off off guard. Um, But I think one of the hopeful pieces in that one of the things that we really need to do, and we've talked about it before, but keep dating your partner keep being interested in what they're doing and what they're learning and having new experiences together. If you always go, you know, to Chili's, Bennigan's isn't around anymore. I don't think, but go to, you know, go somewhere else. Try, try to explore. If you always do Friday night, date night, try a, you know, a Sunday afternoon play date. You know, if you, if you always go to California for your vacation, try Florida, you know, just try something that you don't, typically do um mix up the relationship let yourself have fun let yourself explore your partner um and this this hopefully doesn't get like too graphic but it's the same in your sexual life like you want to make sure that when you and your partner are connecting and and intimately that are yeah intimacy it's not just you lay here i lay here this is what we do we're done let's eat or whatever that you do. You still want to explore their body. You still want to explore their sexual relationship. You still want to have intimacy, both physically and mentally. You still want to think about, Hey, I I care. How can I show my partner that they matter? How, Mm -hmm. how can I really get engaged with how they're processing or what they're thinking? How can I show them that I appreciate them for whatever it is that they do? How can I make sure that they feel um, value? Um, Because those things are necessary to even begin to keep um, your relationship sustained and loving and growing. No, no, just, uh, I'm sorry. I got stuck when you said Bennigan's. Oh my goodness. That was like a whole It was though. It was, but in my mind I saw something in my head. It's called a Monte Cristo. It's like a sandwich got ham cheat. It's like about three thousand calories. <laughs> but I used to man, used to go, I used to eat one of those and get a strawberry lemonade. Oh my goodness. I made a whole so point good. After yeah, you did, but I was just stuck after. in my mind I saw it. I'm just I, I'm just being honest. I'm just being honest, I got stuck so I had to bring that back up. But back to what you were saying, you know what I mean, in regards to... I don't even think, do you know what I said? Absolutely, absolutely. Okay. I mean, I, I saw, you know, Monte Cristo and I heard you at the same time. You know, my <laughs> mind is, was, you know, on both pieces of that. But, you know, so as as, as you were as you were saying, I was kind of discussing, like, you know, about... <laughs> you talk like, like, oh, now I'm thinking about the Monte Cristo. No, so, okay. but like, you know, in all seriousness, I mean... I think people, you, you mentioned the idea of like, hey, do something new, right? This, that, and the other. But it's like, it's almost like you got to you gotta discover like each other, or at least really keep discovering each other. Right. And like almost staying in touch of like, I mean, I think in my opinion, you can kind of, I want to hear your thoughts on this. It's like, I think guys like routine better than women like routine. You know what I mean? If we kind of find something, whatever that is. We like it. We keep it. We keep that same pace and rhythm about it. I don't know. At least the guys I hang around with, most of them are kind of like, you know, really structured in what they like. What they like, mm-hmm. and you know, women may not be like that. Y'all may want to go to different places than the other. Y'all may want to. He said. He said try a different position. Like you know, once it's good in that position, why are we changing? <laughs> that don't make no sense. Like I don't understand. It's good right right there. So I'm just saying. But like I think some guys and maybe some guys, you know, yeah, they do all kind of stuff, whatever. But I think in generally speaking, at least, you know, the men circle I hang around with, it's like, I see a lot of them like, you know what? They go to work, they do this, they play ball, they watch TV, they watch whatever it is, right? It's kind of like, and they'll do that until you don't like, you know, guy, I got this new hobby. You know what? Now, I mean, no, I'm over here. I'm baking cakes now. Like, 
I think that would be so cool. No, it, would, it may be, but guys don't process like Not that. Not all guys. Because no, all girls, of, I like structure. I would love to have a more structured life because how I process and how I think, I like things to be a certain way. Now, they're never that way, but ideally, that would be what I want. But I, I think that that is, if that is you, male or female, that I think that's something that you have to break. Now, it can be who you are at your core and you make concessions, you switch for a partner. But I think that that has to be intentional. If your go-to is this is how I am, I think you have to be intentional to say, I am going to, this week, I'm going to find something out different about my wife. Or this week, I'm going to do something different with my husband. We normally go a walk this route. We're just going to do one thing different. Because I think you would be amazed at doing one thing with your spouse that explores them a week would change your marriage. One thing, yeah. hey, you don't normally go out in the garage when he's out in the garage. Go out in the garage and pull up a chair, whatever he's doing. Offer to help if he wants you to. Like Michael, I've offered to help. He likes to wash the car. And I've offered to help. And he's like, no, I got it. You can just sit here. And I'll just sit there. And he may or may not really talk to me. I'll just sit there. And he has his music going and we may get into a conversation, but my presence for him is what he valued. And I always mm-hmm. was like, man, I have to do something. And he might just be like, no, I just want you around. Or if I, on a day I'm picking up the kids and he'll say, I'll say, Hey, you want to ride? Yeah. Let me, I'll ride with you. Let's go. Let's, let's go. And again, we may or may not have something in particular to talk about, but we're just cruising around. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't have to be something like, okay, I have to plan this extravagant date or get this person a new a new gadget or a new toy or a new gift it can just be making a small shift that can make a big difference no yeah i think you i think you're 100 right yeah making uh the small shift making that connection i think that's what the word in my mind i'm, I'm hearing and seeing is like you gotta connect and maybe connect in a different way than you have in the past What's some ways that we've we've tried to connect in different ways? Try to connect. I know, like we said, we went on a walk, right? We do a little walk outside mm-hmm. just to kind of just do something different, get out the house. We've read. Um, we've tried to read together. Read together. We try to go, you know, with the kids in school now. You know what I mean? May do a little lunch date. Day you know dates. what I mean? Just do a little random random dates that ain't necessarily in the even times. Y'all get to sit and all kind of stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we try to maybe want to cook something. I think I might have sat in the kitchen a few times and watch you, you know what I mean? Watch you cook a few things. I'm always commenting because I'm like, I don't know how she do it. Like she don't, she don't eat meat, but the meat come out perfect every time. Like how you like do that? Like it don't taste. I'm like, so I'm watching like, I'm a Southern girl. Okay. She's smelling it. What are you doing? You got, you know, you putting your elbows in it and waving the wind or something. I don't know don't what she's doing. Because people think I really do that. No, I don't, do I don't know. I'm just saying. They know, you know what I mean? They might think that, but I don't care what they think. You know, let them think know. it. They might want to come over. They but, might. Mm. It's going to be good. They do. The food's going to be good. So that's all I need to worry about. Anyway, we're just saying a couple things that we've done that I think have um, sometimes just revitalized because we both. We are really blessed to both be able to work from home, so we can take advantage of the daytime. But if you don't have that, you can still take, you know, writing a letter as opposed to sending a text, you know, um, deciding, hey, let's go get a photographer mm-hmm. and take pictures as opposed to just um, taking selfies in the house, doing doing the different yeah. things that don't have to cost you a lot of money. You can do that. You can, like, take the trip to Florida, but you also can take a walk around the block. Um, so the last thing that I want to get into today before our time expires is what is called the home stretch that you know 20 years plus like what do you have to say about that man to me the 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 situations that break up 
that are in the home stretch are to me one of the saddest ones really you know what i mean i think it's the they all sad don't get me wrong yeah. but like this one like you, you know you've been you didn't spend 20 plus years with somebody and y'all, y'all just can't come to an understanding that y'all need to be together. Yeah, right? why? Why is that? Right, I don't know why. Be honest with you, I just I know a, a few of the whys, okay. right? And maybe just you know, I think some people may be tired, right? Maybe the person hasn't responded the way they thought they should respond to a situation. You know what? Well, he ain't said sorry. She ain't said sorry. Or you know what? He ain't never gonna change. Or you know, like you kind of just you, you, you kind of you take you get the wind gets taken out of you, right? I guess the life in this case gets taken out of you. The relationship life gets taken out of you, mm-hmm. and uh, and they lose. I guess they lose a sense of hope of like, hey, you know what? If I'm gonna you know be in this, I must well be by myself. I'm assuming that's what they say. Yeah. Well, we've talked to people that have experienced this, and I agree. This is it's so sad because divorce is hard. You know, regardless of the age that you. Mm-hmm that you get it or how it is on your kids, it's, it's hard. And um, I think this one is particularly sad because generally, generally speaking, there's been something that somebody has ignored that's been bothering them or something that they've articulated that their other partner didn't take seriously. And that builds up like this resentment, even if it's something small, hey, I want to go back to school. Like, mm-hmm. well, why don't we wait until, or yeah, we'll save money for it or whatever that thing is. Or, Hey, I really need your help with the kids or, Hey, I want us to go on a vacation or could you please help me with this aspect of our relationship? You know, help me with the house or help me with the lawn or the cooking or the cleaning or kids or whatever. And the partners they're like you said, they're missing each other. There's either a failure to a communicate with one another or there's the ignoring or the neglect of one. And after a period of time, we've seen partners just be like, I don't want to do this. There's you're not listening. You're not changing. And ironically, sometimes that's when the one wants to change. But yeah. when you've, you've said it before on this show and, you know, in and other times when we've conversed is that when somebody leaves, they've left a long time ago. Oh, yeah, for sure. And so I think one of the things that as we continue in our relationships that we need to be aware of is making sure that we are consistently staying connected, that we're listening to our partner and we're not listening just for them to finish. Like we're really taking into account what they have to say. Yeah. I mean, I think just every 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 year. Right. Is, uh, you know, whatever you're five years in or you're or you're 10 years in or you're 20 years in, like there is something that, you know, what you need to be doing, be actively doing. All right. So, I mean, just the ability to be able to adjust each as the years go by, mm-hmm. I think is just really, really, really important to kind of just, you know, keep that in the front of your mind. So matter, you know, your, whatever stage you're in, just be willing to say, OK, I may have to make some adjustments of what we were doing previously. Yeah, I think um, one of the terms and then I'll, I'll let you have kind of the last the last word on this. They said within those that final stretch, um, the home stretch there, there's you're either tired, you're giving up or you have built up resentment. And mm-hmm. that just makes me it makes me really sad because all of these can really be remedied within conversation, really caring for your spouse, really trying to um, do some of the things we've been talking about, trying to say like, hey, I want to learn something new. I want to do something new. I want to spend time. I want to listen to you. Relationships are work. Don't get married if you don't want to keep trying to grow, if you want to keep trying to learn your partner. But I mean, if you do these things, then um, you've kind of found your pace. You've kind of 
found your stride, you're 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 gonna win this marathon. But I want to give you the last the last kind of thoughts on this. No, I would just I would just tell couples, you know, even potential couples, you know, hang in there, hang in there. Um, keep trying to you know connect with your significant other. Keep trying to grow. I think Tristan, you mentioned that a few times. It's like the ability to be able to change and grow, and kind of having that hunger, say of not just from an educational or spiritual standpoint, but also just under growing with your relationship, right? I think all those other things are super important as well, but uh, we have to continue just to kind of just reach out to one another, talk, right? And sometimes that could be verbal, nonverbal, but ultimately you got to say something so they can actually be able to understand what, you know, everybody, nobody can read minds, you know, so. Amen. Well, good stuff. Um, we just wanted to thank you guys for joining us. We definitely want to hear your thoughts on this. Um, how do you keep pace? What is your pace? Because um, we're all in this for the long haul. So um, please make sure that you connect with us on our social media platforms at Fused Marriages and check out our website for more content and resources. FusedMarriages.com. Let's talk about it.